Lift your hands once again for this team behind us for this praise and worship. As young people, faithfulness and dedication unto the Lord and sold out into worship. Amen. Well, are you ready for the word of God this morning? Are you ready to go into battle? Make yourselves comfortable. Take out the word of God, whether it is smart or unsmart. Your pen and page or your smart device, whatever it is, put away all distractions. Every one of you watching online, let's get into the word of the Lord. I want to preach to you from the subject, I'm in training. For today, we will be dealing with this, I'm in training. How many of you know when you go into battle, you don't just pick up a sword and say, yes, I'm now a swordsman. Puk, puk, puk. You don't just pick up a shield and say, wow, I know how to uh, stand against this fiery darts. That's what Paul says, right? I'm, I'm, I'm able to block every dart and every attack that comes my way. I want to show to you through scripture and I want to show you this. We're going to go through it slowly. That your enemy is not your neighbor. I want to get that first. Your enemy is not your loved one, your husband or your wife or your child or your parent or your brother or your sister or your cousin sitting next to you right now. Your enemy is not your loved one that is there with you in your home. The enemy is Satan. The enemy is the devil. We're going to be speaking about a few things about you need to know. I'm going to be teaching you. Okay, we're going to take it slow. I'm going to be teaching you. You don't just pick up armor and say, I'm full of the armor of God. Yay, I'm now powerful. I can stand against the enemy. Do we do that? How many of you ever wore, um, I don't know, Declan, you probably must have, uh, a bulletproof vest? Many years ago, I tried it on. I was sitting when I tried it on. I could not stand. It is extremely heavy. But yet we will see our armor department of this country wearing a full bulletproof vest with armor around it, still being able to walk, talk, sit, stand, run, jump, drive a car, and do everything what we will do normally. Why? They have been trained. We want to pick up the armor of God and attack the enemy without being trained. So when attacks come, because if you are going to pick on a giant, be mindful thereafter, he is not going to come down and just say, ping, and hit you like a marble. He is going to move the lights out of you. With everything he has. So are you equipped with that little mighty sword that you have, you say, poke, poke, and he says, bah. Do you have a strong shield enough? Do you have a good breastplate enough? Do you have your helmet on? Do you have your sandals on your feet on? Are you equipped thereafter to stand and keep on standing when the enemy attacks you? Because we want to fight back in the name of Jesus. I come against you. And when he attacks back, we are not equipped completely 
with the armor, full armor of God. You see, in order to go into battle, you cannot just take a sword. You cannot just put on your helmet. You have to take a full armor. And do not be fooled by the teachings of David. Because there is only one David that took off armor and went with a sling and a stone. Don't think that we are multiple Davids that we can just go with a sling and a stone. Because then Paul would not have recorded in Ephesians to the people of Ephesus that you need to put on armor. He would have just said, guys, and be mindful, put on David, full stop. Take with you five stones and a sling, full stop. No, he said, put on armor. Six, in fact. Different armory. So this morning we are going to be talking about, uh, tell your loved one next to you, I'm in training. Tell your loved one on the other side, I'm in training. Now look at the neighbor all across, you know that one that, that's, that's looking a little bit better than you, and look at them and say, hey, I'm in training. You, you, know that, you know that neighbor where you look at your husband, oh, that one that's got a little bit more makeup than you, and she wore it even better than you, he said, look at her, watch this. she's wearing so much of makeup, why did I get that, that, that shade this morning? Show, you see, I should have put on that shade, it would have matched my outfit better, now she looks much, that same neighbor, tell that neighbor, hey, I'm in training. Now look back at that neighbor. You look back at that one that just spoke to you and tell him, Hey, I'm in training too. Okay, as my dad used to say, let's get back. I'm in training. I'm in training. Then for the next six weeks, we are going to be dealing with the arm of God, looking at each one individually. Today, we are going to be in training and give you an outline of each armor so that you have a picture in your mind and you have something to work with for the whole week as you will be in training for this next week. You will have something to work with and to ponder upon and to read up on and to pray about as you will be in training for this next week. Then for the next six weeks, we will look at each one. The shield, the helmet, the breastplate, the shoes, the sword. We will look at each one individually. And that will finish probably around the 7th of November. Then on the 14th of November, I'm going to be teaching you. How many of you ever wondered why do bad things happen to me? Why is it that bad things happen? Everything was going so good and now just this bad thing just had to hit me. Why did it have to happen? Everybody, anybody ever thought that way before? I had such a good year. Why does this year have to be so bad? How did everything that are so good turn to be so bad? I want to preach to you on the 14th of November on the subject, from the subject, why do seasons change? Why do seasons change? And then the following week thereafter, I'm going to be doing a message with you called... Behold, I am doing a new thing. Seasons need to change in order for God to do a new thing. 
We cannot hold on to the past and expect a new. Sometimes you have to let go, allow the seasons to change for God to do a new. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 down to 17. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 down. Thank you. Finally my brethren be strong in the Lord. Be strong where? In the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand underline the word stand it's the first time he's mentioning stand against the wiles that means schemings the schemings of the devil for we do not wrestle against our family for we do not wrestle against our fellow colleagues at work for we do not wrestle against our loved ones our friends for we do not wrestle against our boss in the corporate world amen against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age anybody that is attacking you you don't attack them you attack the spirit that is in them the evil that is working through them but the bible says in all have us discern be discerning against rulers and doctors of against spiritual hosts of wickedness spiritual hosts they are hosting spirituality the spiritualness that is hosting wickedness not just wickedness what is hosting wickedness so we come against the host of wickedness that is attacking your life we come against the host of depression we come against the host of financial constraint we come against the host of evil that is attacking your home the host of sickness we come against the host the host of wickedness in the heavenly places therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand this is another third time to stand to stand and then he says in verse 14 stand therefore how many times are you going to tell me to stand man i'm standing that does not look like i'm standing it's like i'm telling veronica sit down veronica please sit down her response was i'm sitting how many times are you going to tell me to stand this is not your fourth time you are telling me i understand english when i yaz i'm fun ek verstaan engels yay pastor ha ha chala spiel iso fourth time four times stand therefore having girded your waist with truth number 1 that is a belt having put on the breastplate of righteousness number 2 having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace number 3 above all taking up the shield of faith number 4 with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take up the helmet of salvation number 5 and the sword of the spirit number 6 which is the word of god 
Let's stop there. Um, let me start off by saying this. You are not as strong as you think you are. This is a fact of life, but it's also the fact of faith. We are not as strong as we are. We are strong in the Lord. It starts off by saying, be strong in the Lord. Not strong in lifting up 20 kilograms. That is good for your body, internally, externally. But be strong in the Lord. This is talking now about warfare. This is talking about spiritual battle. You cannot go to spiritual battle on your own accord and your own might. It is done only through Jesus. We are not as strong as we are. Satan is always fighting back. He is the infernal enemy of the soul. The infernal enemy of the soul. He is real. He is powerful. Uh, oh, you're talking the enemy is powerful. When Michael, uh, it was, the arch enemy of warfare, when Lucifer came against him, he did not come against Lucifer on his own accord. He said, I come against you in the name of Jesus. He came against him in the name of the Lord of hosts. He did not, the archangel, the one right on top. This is better than Robert Mugabe. This is better than Hitler. This is better than Nelson Mandela. This is better than Bill Clinton. This is better than Donald Trump. You can put every major general of this world together. They still wouldn't even compare to Michael. The archangel of warfare still did not contend against the enemy, Lucifer. Powerful. Real, he is powerful, but he is defeated. Who defeated him? Who defeated him? Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Who defeated the devil? Who defeated the enemy? Not your uncle? Jesus. Not my daddy, not your daddy. You know, you're in school and then when, when, when these bullies come, they say, I'm going to call my daddy for you. Uh-uh. Jesus. Jesus won the battle. Yet this defeated foe maintains power with which he and his satanic forces work together to undermine the believer's trust and overthrow our obedience. They work together to undermine our trust. The tr our trust is in the Lord. The enemy comes against you and puts feelings and thoughts in your mind to make you think you cannot trust this living God. This God is not trustworthy. Look at how much he hasn't done anything for you. He hasn't come through for you. You cannot trust in him. He attacks your trust and then he overthrows your obedience. When you do not trust in the living God, you will not be obedient to the living God. You know what? You didn't help me out. Why should I trust you? Now I'm not going to pray to you. 
Why should I pray to a God that I can't even trust, that hasn't, hasn't helped me out, that hasn't been at my aid when I needed you too? Where was God when I needed you? Where was God when my daddy passed away? Where was God when my son was in hospital? Where was God when there's COVID-19? Where was God? You still want me to serve this living God? Prove to me that he is living. Satanic attack. Spiritual attack. attack uh, attacking the trust that we have in this living God. Attacking our obedience. And once there is corruption on this earth in the community of Christianity, Satan runs wilds, schemings, schemings across families, homes, nations, attacking lives, attacking lives. Spouse, spouse end up fighting, children fighting. There's bullying at school. There's corruption everywhere. We are trying to sort out the top level. But the source is spiritual warfare. The source is a spiritual fight that needs to be fought on the ground in the name of Jesus. It's time maybe for this is some, for somebody to stop attacking your child and start attacking the enemy. Stop attacking your child about what's going on in school. And maybe it's time that we start attacking the enemy. And going right down and saying, take your hands off my baby. I gave birth to him into this world. Take your hands off my baby. If you live to serve Christ and believe in the word of God, the enemy will fight back. Let's go back to scripture. Before chapter 6, before all of that warfare and that whole armor, because everyone loves the gifts, everybody loves the armor, everybody loves to be powerful, everyone loves to be super human beings. First he starts off in chapter 5 and he speaks about walking in love. And there after walking in love, then he says walk in light. And thereafter he says, walk in wisdom. And thereafter he's speaking about marriage and the church and Christ and husbands and wives. All this is happening before warfare. All this is happening before armor. So before you put on armor, walk in love, walk in light, walk in wisdom. Take care of your home. Before you want to go out into warfare. Get your home right first. Before you go out into battle. Put your home right first. Husband, wife, children. Or every member of the home. Put the home in order first. Before we go out in battle. This is what the word is talking. This is what the word is saying. And thereafter... From chapter 6, he speaks about children and parents, relationships, communion, communication, friends, 
everybody all together speaks about community fellowship let's get this right first before we can go out in armor <coughs> and thereafter talks about bond servants masters speaks about now your household our helpers speaks about uh, people that help you take care of your children people that help you in your home people that help you at work people like nelson that comes early in the morning with pastor vasi to open up the church people like pastor abby that stands in the back and make sure everything is working right people like them that come early not just the ones that are always standing in the front of the stage with a microphone people that that right to people that while you are listening to the word of god they're out there cleaning the toilets or making sure that it's refreshed for you before armor and thereafter he goes to the whole armor of god the whole armor of god and there he says stand we are ordered to stand in the face of an attack this reminds me that christianity is a battleground christianity is not a playground and some of you can testify to that that christianity is a battleground it's not a playground and we are not ordered as christians to go out and attack the devil he is already defeated i need you to understand this putting on armor is not to go out and attack the devil you will lose you will lose putting on armor is for us to put it on to stand in the victory of jesus christ because he won the battle already he defeated the enemy already first corinthians chapter 15 from verse 57 and 58 it says but thanks be to god who gives us victory through our lord jesus christ hallelujah i'm so glad that i don't have to go out in battle who one shot my head will be spinning my son teases me all the time i cannot go out in battle it's not for some of us i'll send goodwill i'll send someone like like maybe nivi not 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 me no therefore be steadfast immovable always abounding in what in what in the work of the lord always abounding in the work of the lord if you are not doing any work for the lord then we need to get in contact with you to see where we can place you to see where you can help what you can do what are you good at let's use that as a tool to spread the gospel message of jesus christ the work of the lord needs to be abounding in your life if there is nothing else 
go spread the gospel to your neighbors do something but don't just sit and do nothing we are called to abound in the work of the lord let me ask you how many of you is there anybody here that is good in computers or good in technical things good in 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 standing behind a camera or standing behind a computer or standing behind a mixing desk anybody knows how to sing anybody knows how to play music you need to be involved in doing the work of the lord if you didn't know that was an advertisement and a, and a call for musicians and singers and technical department uh, members amen i know pregnant is probably watching me online amen always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the lord he gives us victory through our lord jesus christ we must stand firm in the victory four times paul says stand stand he's saying stand stand we'll go to we'll go to the shoes just now stand stand in the victory of jesus christ don't fall down stand in the victory of jesus christ to do that we must be armed for battle to do that we must be dressed for battle now there were seven uh, sorry there were six armors that put up the scripture ephesians chapter 6 um 16 17 but put up verse 18 for me please ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 there was there were six uh, uh, armors with the whole armor of god there were six of them but how many of you know that god does not end on six on the seventh day something happened the seventh time seventh season there's always something that happens after six there is a seventh armor that we forgot about and the bible says praying always after the whole six armors then he says praying always with all prayer and supplication where in the spirit the greek word that that continues there in the original text the greek word is dina it means through praying through how do i receive the helmet the sword etc how do i put on armor by praying through the spirit of god when you pray through the spirit of god that is how you put on armor when you sit with the word of god and when you bring the word of god before him and then when you pray through the spirit you put on the full armor of god he tells us six armory to put on and then he says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching until all perseverance and supplication for all saints praying together in the spirit of god the whole arm of god is only upon your life and used upon you only through praying in the spirit you cannot get it without praying in the spirit because it is a spiritual warfare it is a spiritual battle it is a spiritual attack so there has to be a spiritual prayer we cannot just pray in our own language putting on spiritual armor there has to be a spiritual prayer to put on spiritual armor when you put on physical armor you will speak normally you will confess it normally you will appreciate it and you will 
you will uh, receive it normally. When you put on spiritual armor, there has to be a spiritual prayer. So how do I receive it? By praying through the Spirit. Somebody say through the Spirit. Okay, so let's go quickly. Everybody fine? Anybody needs to take a break? Body break, bathroom break. Everyone fine? You sure? Okay, first one, belt of truth. The belt of truth. The belt of truth. The Roman soldier wore a tunic. They wore a tunic. And to keep this in place, they wore a girdle. A girdle is a belt. They wore a girdle to hold everything in place. To hold this tunic in place, they put on a belt. The girdle of truth, the belt of truth represents the word of God. It represents the application of God's word to my life. With everything around me and everything I have, it is God's word that holds it all together. It is God's word that keeps it all together. It is God's word that puts it all together, keeps it intact. It is God's word that covers it all. I put on this armor. I'm wearing this tunic. I'm putting on all of this. There's my life with my health. There's my life with my wealth. There's my life with my family. And now I'm surrounding it and holding it all together with the belt of truth, with the word of God. That is basically it. The belt of truth. Second is the breastplate of righteousness. We went through this and we finished our righteousness last week. The breastplate of righteousness. Keep in mind that the breastplate covers the front and it covers the back. The breastplate covers the front and it covers the back. It covers completely all over your body. This piece of armor protects your vital organs in the heat of the battle. It protects your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver. It protects your vital organs, your heart, your lungs. You're able to breathe. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It protects your lungs. It protects your heart that beats out and spits out blood. The blood of the lamb washes all sins. It protects these vital organs around you. The righteousness of Jesus Christ. It's not our righteousness. It is the righteousness of Jesus. Satan comes and reminds you of your faults. He reminds you of your failures. He reminds you of your mistakes. God doesn't love you. How can God love a sinner like you? You know what? Just give up. God cannot love you. Just give up. You are worthless. You're not good enough. You messed up so many. Look at that failure. Look at that fall that you did 10 years ago. Look at what you did. Look at that secret that you are keeping. Look at that failure in your life. How many times you failed at school. Look at what you did. 
He reminds you of your faults, your failures. He reminds you of your mistakes and tells you, you are not good enough. How can God love a specimen like you? How can God love a thing like you? Don't you know that he created, how would he even give you attention when he is surrounded by beauty and riches? Bible says that he is rich in mercy, surrounded by beauty and riches, and surrounded by your loved ones that have went on, surrounded by angels all around. Why will he give you attention? And the next thing, when the prayer is not answered, you know that must be true. And this is the wickedness, the spiritual wickedness that comes against your life and makes you believe that we are not good enough. God will never love a sinner like me. You know what? Let me just give up. Suicide. 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 Families giving up hope giving up hope, giving up hope on living. Why? Because the enemy messed up your mind. Let's give up. Satan comes and tells you, you have the breastplate of righteousness protecting you when he accuses you. And when he accuses you, his righteousness stands up and fights for you. Because you have his righteousness, the breastplate on your life. And when you have his breastplate, his righteousness covering you, those vital organs. And when he attacks your breathing, when he attacks your lungs, when he attacks your blood, when he attacks your system, when he attacks your home, you can stand up in that word and his righteousness attacks back in the name of Jesus. That is why it says stand and stand. Keep on standing in the word of God. I have the breastplate of righteousness covering my life. Come at me what you want to do and say, I know who I am in the Lord. I know who I am. And nothing can move me from knowing who I am. Attack me all you want to. No, no, no. I'm not going to attack back. Because I have a breastplate on. I am the righteousness of God. The just shall live by faith. Four times in the Bible. Habakkuk right through to the Old New Testament. It says the just shall live by faith. Who is the just? The righteous shall live by. I am the righteousness of God, man. You can't touch this. Da, 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 da. I don't need to attack. I'm not going to attack back. Say and do all what you want against me. The Lord fights my battles for me. And his righteousness answers back to the accuser and says, take your accusations back to the pit of hell. Do not touch my baby. Somebody shout and say, I'm the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. I'm the righteousness of God. 
I'm the righteousness of God, man. I have the breastplate of righteousness over my life. And I need you to understand this and get this into your mentality and your thinking this morning. The, every time you are taught a thing, you will be tested on the thing. So you will be tested and tried this week. Stand and keep on standing. Don't give up. Remind the enemy that you have the breastplate of righteousness upon your life and remind the Lord God Almighty of his promises that he will answer back in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us to stand. He doesn't tell us to attack. But to stand on the word of God. The next one is the shoes of peace. The shoes of peace. Satan is the destroyer. He's out to destroy you. He's out to destroy your home. He's out to destroy your marriage. He's out to destroy everything that, is, that you hold dear to you. And we put on the preparation of the gospel of peace. That is what the sandals is. The preparation of the gospel of peace. A Roman soldier. A Roman soldier's feet. Were fitted with sandals called calcius. C-A-L-C-E-U-S. C-A-L-C-E-U-S. Celsius. And this Celsius had leather straps, strong leather straps around it. How many of you know what these leather straps were called? They were called thongs. They were called thongs. They wore a leather strong shoe wrapped up with thongs. Leather, strong leather. These sandals were made to help protect the soldiers' feet during long marches in battle. They marched for miles and miles going into battle. Can you imagine leaving the castle and going into battle miles ahead? By the time they reach the enemy, they fall down because of their feet being so sore with blisters. It was extremely thick soles. It was wrapped around the ankle. Listen carefully. To protect against blisters. It had spikes at the bottom of the shoe to help the soldier stand up firm and stand strong and not slip. We have a firm foundation in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have peace in knowing that we are secure in what Jesus has done for us. So when you put on armor and you put on the sandals of the gospel of peace, know that you have peace in God, in peace in knowing that he is there for you right till the very end. I will never leave you, nor will I. Joshua chapter 1 verse 5. I think it is. I will never forsake you. I will be with you right to the end as I was with your daddy. So will I be with you. 
as I was with your father, so will I be with you. I am with you right to the very end. Put on those sandals and stand firm in the gospel. Stand firm in the ways of God. Immovable. Children, in the name of Jesus, stand and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ in your school. When they're handing out condoms and saying it is good, you stand and say no <coughs> in the name of Jesus. I don't need that. Let your friends laugh at you thereafter because you are still a virgin. In the name of Jesus, God will bring before you a hunk that is so powerful that has money and drives a BMW i8. And he's so rich, man, that every other girl in your clique, they stand in amazement. How is it that you are set apart? You're so different. Say, yes, I am different because I have the arm of God on me. You might not have a halo, but you will have the arm of God upon your life. They might just see a halo when they see the power and the presence of God over your life. We pray that over young people. Same like how my wife and I got married. 2001, Ronald's born in 2003. We both got married as virgins. We broke covenant on the night of our first... Wow, what, oh my God, what a beautiful night that was. <laughs> Let not my mind wander now. We leave that for later, baby. Live. <laughs> She's hiding her face. I'm telling you this because it is an example to young people. This is a life that we love. This is a life my parents loved and pass it on to us. I pass it on to my children and to you in the name of Jesus. This is a life that our children need to live to take a stand in our schools. Stop trying to change the government and stand first before we try to change. Try to stand and change ourselves first before we change everybody else around us. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you. Stop trying to change what the country is saying, what the government is saying, and what our schools are saying. Stop going to school and fighting against the teachers. You will lose the battle. But when you take your children, pull them by the ears, down on their knees, and say, in the name of Jesus, we will stand on what Ephesians chapter 6 says. We will stand on the teachings of Paul. We will stand on the word of Jesus. We will stand on what Moses says. We will stand on what Joshua said. We will stand on this word in the name of Jesus your children will stand out they will be changed first in the name of Jesus we have a firm foundation Romans chapter 5 verse 1 Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Psalms chapter 40, verse 2, says he also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, and set my feet 
upon a rock and established my steps. This is the powerful word of God that we can confess over our children and our lives and our grandchildren every day as my baby goes out to work I confess in the name of Jesus Lord his steps is ordered by you as he goes for that interview as he goes for that promotion his steps is ordered by you you make all things work out for good man come on church this is the word of God that we can speak out upon our children Christianity is a standout religion and relationship it should stand out because we have a living word we have a word that we can rely on rest on confess every day you don't have anything to read read the Bible stop reading Harry Potter and everything else I'm sorry cuz but where she okay she's there but she, she okay she so she, she never hear this Start reading the word of God. Put away all the novels and everything else that teaches you about all the naughty things of this world. And start reading about the word of God. The word of God has so much of lovely stories. I'll just say lovely. I wouldn't go further than then. If you read Old Testament concepts, it goes deeper than than some X-rated movies. You have to read it um, under PG, parental guidance. Some of your children, even if they're 22 years old, you have to read the word of God with them. Because when you read, your mind moves. You already are describing and putting in your mind a picture of what you are reading. So a lot of things in the word needs to be PG. And then in Psalms chapter 40 verse 3, put up verse 3 for me. This is my son's favorite scripture. It says, he, put, he has put a new song in my mouth. God loves new songs. Yeah? God loves new This is why we do new songs all the time. Because God loves new songs. He has put a new song on my mouth. He has put a new song on my lips. You have to sing a new song unto the Lord every day. You know how you sing a new song? You just sing in the spirit or sing in your own language. But you just sing a melodious tune unto the Lord. That is why I like when we get into worship. Kami, when we get into worship, then I ask her to, to play a certain note and we sing on that key. Because when we sing on that key in unison, it is a melodious tune. There is power in music when it is played properly there is power in this when we sing together in oneness when Paul says stand still he means stand up and move in the victory of Jesus Christ against the enemy he does not mean you must advance. He means stand still. Stand still means in the name of Jesus. You advanced in the victory of Jesus. You don't advance in your own self. You advance in the victory of Jesus. We are sometimes, I think this is a word for somebody here this morning. We are sometimes content in protecting what we have instead of moving where we ought to be. Thank you, Lord.
We are so, we, we, are, we are comfortable in, in staying where we are because I need to protect what I have instead of advancing and moving to where you ought to be and where God wants you to be and where you should be. Numbers chapter 33 speaks about Moses moving on to the land of Canaan. And in verse 53, this is Moses taking the land of Canaan. It says, you shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell in it. For I have given you the land to possess. God tells Moses, move into that land and possess that land that I have already won for you. And when you go over and all the, the, the only victory that they had to move, you see, they had, they had to move and, and they, they only had victory when they moved. Your victory, if you stand and move forward, the word of God says stand and move by standing in the word of God, you are moving and advancing upon the enemy's camp. And when you advance on the enemy's camp, you have victory in Jesus. This is what God told him. This is what God told Moses. Move and possess the land. Stop protecting what you have and move and possess the land. It's time to stop possessing what we have and start moving and, put, and, and moving and advancing and taking over the land. Joshua was promised the, uh, the land of milk and honey. But before they went over to the land of milk and honey, they had to cross over Jericho. And now this huge wall, they, they walked and they advanced and they listened to the voice of God. And eventually those walls came down flat that they walked across over, took over the city and walked across to the land of milk and honey. This is what God can do. The same God that did this in the Old Testament is the same God that did it in the New Testament. He's the same God that can do it for us today. He's the same God that can make a way for you in your life. They had peace in knowing that they were at peace with God. The next one is the shield of faith. Are you still with me church? Anybody needs a break? You good? The next one is the shield of faith. The shield of faith. Satan is the great doubter. He is the great doubter. He is the one that throws darts of doubt. Paul compares us to fiery darts of the wicked one. Satan cannot read your mind. But he, he wants to influence your mind. He cannot read your mind, but he wants to influence your mind. So he puts thoughts of doubts. He's after your mind. He throws dark thoughts. Hatred. Envy. Thank you. Jealousy. Pride. Guilt. Across your face. Putting into your mind. This is who you are. And jealousy creeps out. Envy. Hatred, pride, guilt creeps up. He's after your mind. And when he throws those darts, we need to put our faith in God. Because if he can get you to believe a lie, he can get you to live a lie. If you can believe the lie that he is speaking to you, you'll be able to live it thereafter and think that that lie is the truth. 
Are you with me church? That is the darts of the enemy that he throws upon your life. This is the truth. But it's actually a lie. But this is the truth. But it's actually a lie. You live that lie becoming a truth. And now that lie has taken over your life. And the Bible says put on the shield of faith. So how do I put the shield of faith up? Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Put on YouTube. Put on um, Instagram. Put on Facebook. Go to our pages. You can put on the word of God. You're listening to the word of God today. Go on our pages in the week and you can put on the word of God. Go go on online and you can watch it over and over. Repetition brings revelation. And you can put on the word of God. And you can listen to it. You can listen to the word of God wherever you are right now. The word of God is right there in the palm of your hand. It's all over. You, You can just go into any page. Go into the word of God. Go into YouTube. It is free. And you can listen to the word of God any way you want to. You can listen to the word of God. You can get the word of God and and listen to it every day. How do you build up your faith? By increasing yourself with the word of God. Not movies. Not music. The word of God. As much as young people listen to different music, there should be a time in your life where you cut everything else out and you listen to praise and worship. There should be a time in your life where you put everything else and you just listen to your favorite worship song and you just get locked in His presence. There should be a time where where worship fills your home, where you get up on a Saturday morning and you just put on your favorite message. My wife and I go to bed every night listening to a message. Yeah, but you're pastors of a church, you'll have to. Now we were doing this before we were pastors. We were doing this when we were still running this band on the stage. We were doing this when, when she was still working in the corporate world. We were listening to messages, filling ourselves with the word of God. This is the equipping of the saints. Because when the enemy attacks... You need that word to stand thereafter in order for his righteousness to attack back. You put on the word of God. Are you still with me, church? We're almost done. Two more pages. Helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. He's after your mind. He is after your mind. The helmet protects your brain protects your mind the helmet protects your mind the helmet protects your brain the helmet protects what is going on in your mind we put on the helmet by saying Lord give me the mind of Christ think through me lead me guide me you must intentionally feed your mind with the word of God Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind by taking in the word of God? 
putting on the helmet putting on you must intentionally feed your mind with the word of god not by just everything else that is happening there should be a time where you put off the tv where you put off dstv when you put off the movie or you put off the news even and you sit just with the word of god and you fill yourself with the word you fill yourself with praise and worship there should be a time as a christian as a child of a living god that we fill ourselves with the word of god family of god this is the armor of god this is how we put on armor by taking in his word by standing on his promises how can you stand on his promises when you don't even know what it is how can you stand on just a few scriptures when you don't know the ethics and the communication of those scriptures to a believer what is that scripture speaking to me what is it saying to me what does it mean when i say the sword of the spirit which is the next one which is the word of god in the name of jesus is the sword of the spirit the sword of the spirit in the name of jesus in the name of jesus you don't you don't understand us fully we say this every time right through scripture it says ask all things in my name and i will do it and it says what does jesus say ask the father in my name it's like declan coming up to me and says pastor can we use the in-ear monitoring today and my question is why um okay why do you need it what is it for what is the reason um no pastor uh, ronald wants to use it oh okay ronald wants you oh then no then it's fine then it's okay you just saw what happened declan asked me for it first i wanted to know why he wanted it but as soon as he mentioned my son's name i didn't have to ask why how where when there is power in his name the very fact that he mentions my son's name i gave full approval because he asked me in my son's name no ronald wants to use it okay fine my son wants to use it then it's all good with me this is what happens when we go to the father abba father lord one two three i need three four five i need six seven eight i need all of these things done and i'm asking you in the name of jesus and when we ask in the name of Jesus the father says oh hold up hold up hold up you asking in my son's name i now have to just give you all what you are asking for because he already paid the price for it you don't have to pay the price for whatever you are asking for because Jesus already paid the price for it so when you say abba father in the name of jesus lord bring restoration in my home the father says restoration is yours hallelujah church this is the word of god this is the sword of the spirit this is the word of god i know you feel like standing up to your feet right now okay stand up to your feet This is the word of God. This is the armor of God. And for the next 6 weeks we are going to be going through each one individually. Slowly looking at what each one does. Because it's time that we take it back by force. It's time that the church start being the church. It's time for church to start stop playing church and start being church. 
It's not just about dressing up all very fancy. Come into church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We sing a new song unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful message, Pastor. No. We have to go back with our minds changed. We have to leave here revitalized, revolutionized. We have to leave here with the full capacity of the world within ourselves to go out and stand and say in the name of Jesus. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Anybody agrees with me, throw your hands up in the air. As for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. So before we go into the armor, we are going to practice the armor upon our lives. We are in training. So the only way to be trained is to pray in the spirit. So right now, tap into your spirit and pray in your tongue. Pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in your heavenly language. Release it from you. Come on, release it from you. Sing a song. Sing a song in the music. Sing a song on that key. Come on. Libra Baba Solo Yo Norobaye Nere Sene Lebraye Sokoto Nomra Baba Sanarababaye Nere Siena Labayo Shotulubaya Siena Rebaya Nelebayo Nolubaye Sotolobaya Satalabaye Nerebe Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 Hallelujah. 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 pray in the Holy Ghost this is preparation this is training we are in training in the name of Jesus keep on praying in the Holy Ghost give me F major keep on praying in the Holy Ghost pray in the Holy Ghost pray in the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost. When you start work and you're learning a new product, you go into training. Before you learn how that policy works, before you can know how to sell it, you have to learn how to use it. You have to learn how it works. You go into training. Put yourself into training. For this whole week, we put ourselves in training, praying much in the Spirit. Praying much in the Holy Ghost. 
much in the spirit. Praying much in the spirit. You are praying for your future. You are praying for your children. In the name of Jesus. Keep on praying, keep on praying. Keep on praying, keep on praying. You're confusing the enemy's camp. You are confusing the enemy's camp. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are confusing the enemy's camp. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, he doesn't know how to attack your children when you pray in the Holy Ghost. He doesn't know how to attack your health when you pray in the Holy Ghost. He doesn't know how to attack your finance when you're praying in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Worship in the beauty of holiness. As earthly beings, we worship through a song. We worship through melodious tunes. Because we are spirit, soul and body. So the body needs to hear music in order for worship to come out. This is how we were built and designed. But when we pray in the spirit, it is spirit to spirit connection. So the mind hears a tune. The body wants to sing. It releases out through your vocal cords. We exalt thee.
the Holy Ghost for a few minutes again on that key. Come on. Don't go weary. Don't go weary. Don't go tired. Keep on breathing. Keep on praying. If your body is tired, sit down. I know it's hot, but keep on praying fervently. Keep on praying. Unending. Keep on praying. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When my people are called by my name, call upon my name in prayer. I will heal their land. I will answer their prayers. We have the God-given right to pray. We have the power within us. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Prays through us. Making intercession for us on the right hand side of the Father. With God, join hands with Jesus. I'm a hair through the throne of God. Right now, loved ones who have passed on, they are worshiping, celebrating with God Almighty. One day we will see them in the clouds of glory. How beautiful and pleasant it is when my people are gathered together in oneness and unity to worship the Lord God Almighty. Worship me in the beauty of holiness. For I seek a worshiper that will worship me in spirit and in truth. Keep on breathing, keep on praying. Don't go weary. Keep on praying, keep on praying. Sale brebasen, renda le babo, rono lo brebeke. Keep on praying in the Holy Ghost. Prophesy, prophesy. Prophesy over your children. Prophesy over your marriage. Prophesy over your family in the name of Jesus. Le sale brebeke. Grab your loved one's hands if you wanna. Grab their hands tight, squeeze it tight. Pray together as a family. As for me and my home and my household, we will serve the Lord. We will pray together. We will make intercession together. Faced with a challenge, we will pray together. Faced with a problem, we will pray together. Faced with a challenge, we will make intercession together. We will hit our knees on the ground together. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If they're a little bit weak, squeeze their hand. Pray for them. The Holy Spirit helps us while we pray. He does not help us to pray. He helps us while we pray. Grab the hands. Squeeze the hands tighter. We pray 
pray the glory of God upon everyone that's watching at home. The fire of God over everyone that is watching. Every family that is represented here. In the name of Jesus. We pray the kingdom of God over every family that is represented here this morning. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. We pray for five minutes and Lord, that's enough. Thank you, Lord, that you will answer my ten prayers, my ten needs. But for five minutes, I can only give you five minutes. Don't go weary. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Keep on breathing. Keep on praying. Keep on breathing. Keep on praying. Hands raised up all across this room. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The power of one accord worship. The power of one accord prayer. I'm in training. 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 We are training, 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 we are in training, we are in training. We put on the full armor of God. I want to know how to use this armor. I want to be trained in using this armor before I put it on. I want to be trained with this armor. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the enemy, but against the hosts of wickedness. In the name of Jesus. We ride on the victory of Jesus. We ride on the victory of Jesus. We ride on the ever-saving God of Jesus Christ. Open your eyes, look at me. This is the enhancement of the kingdom. This is the advancement of the kingdom. We are teaching you kingdom-minded. We are teaching you kingdom principles of having the full armor of God. Being kingdom-minded, being set apart, being different, being different than everybody else. It's not a statement of being of having pride. It's a statement of humility, knowing that I can be silent than opening my mouth to attack, knowing that I 
my attack is in the Lord knowing that he fights my battle knowing that when they tell you whatever they want to tell you at work your silence is your weapon by you just going down on your knees when you get back home you might cry a little bit you might put your head on your husband's shoulders you might put your head down on the ground as a husband and the man in the home but your prayer is when god rises up and say you will have victory my child this is kingdom minded church knowing how to be silent and give off peace knowing how to be silent and give off love because we are the righteousness of god the bible says in john 1 he is jesus full of grace and truth we cannot just be graceful but we need to have the truth of his word encountering our lives so that it can encounter others amen this week stay much in prayer pray much in the spirit we will be doing this all week pray much in the spirit pray much you are in training for the next week we are in training amen father i pray your blessing over your people everyone under my voice that is here that is watching online i pray for a blessed week a favorable week i thank you that no plague enters their dwelling i pray for every family that is represented here this morning whether online watching from home or wherever else whether you're in this building i pray a blessing i pray the kingdom of god of righteousness peace and joy over their lives and their homes in the mighty name of jesus everybody shout and scream amen and amen and amen